0: That like little ray Sarah. of sunshine over there. I know. I'm feeling good. It's episode three twenty-five. I'm here with you. It's what yes. what do I have to be
1: mad about? Nothing. Right, and I'm super stoked because I'm wearing my uh new favorite sweatshirt that uh do you like it? It's yes. so cute. Tori Deal. This is one of hers from her line. No way. Yeah. I loved she it. Has I like, a treated line? my Yeah, she's got you know, her and like, you know, Jordan's like doing all the clothes stuff, and she's got the cutest it's called Sweethearts, S U I H E A R T S. They have an online store and they do um, like clothing. And this is like not an ad. This is just me like really liking <laughs> but, her stuff. <laughs> is not and there's this sweatshirt that said uh, "Fate is in your own hands," and I was like, "That is so perfect with my theory of change that I use in mm. therapy about how everybody is like the master of their own destiny." And so when I finished school, I was like, "I'm going to treat myself to this adorable sweatshirt because it has." Aww. And now that I get to wear comfy clothes instead of office clothes all the time, <laughs> bring them on. Right. There's nothing yeah. like a good hoodie, I got to say. Oh, I love it. A little cropped action. It's just the best. Oh, I love her too. I, me too. <clears throat> and I, I was like anything to just, you know, support my girl.
0: Um, kind of speaking of your graduation, I wanted to surprise you with something and i just actually got an email saying it's not going to work out and i'm sad oh i was determined to get an interview and a um like assigned something from robert sapolsky (gasps) for you Oh, my God. Uh, and I was Just like, the fact that you even thought about it <laughs> is God. enough. But I was so – I thought, well, he'll do, like, at least autograph, like, a book for me or write mm-hmm. a note or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I was mm-hmm. like, also, want to come on our show? like. And then I didn't hear back, <laughs> yeah. so then yesterday I wrote him again. And then he just wrote back and said, Thanks for writing and forgive me for my slow response. I'd normally be happy to help with both a note and an interview, but I'm seriously swamped these days and just can't. Please send my congratulations to your friend on her graduation.
1: (gasps) Oh, my God. He's congratulating (laughs) me. That counts. Oh, I'm, like, about to cry right now thinking that he even is, like, in some way thinking about me. And I probably would have had a complete meltdown had I actually, like, opened up so better. I, if he had said yes, I definitely would have given you warning. I
0: wouldn't have just, like, had
1: him call in or oh, like anything. Like, I'm but. having, I think I maybe like, I'm, I'm having <laughs> heart palpitations as we speak. <laughs> thank God. I'm like, I would not know. I'm already getting tongue-tied. Sarah so silly.
0: I just feel so mad. I really, oh, really Suze, thought it would work out. thank you so out. much. That's so sweet. Gosh darn it. Now I'll have oh. to try for Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> what if he's like, yeah, sure, no problem. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what's weird is it's always been like that for me where the person that you think is a shoe in will say no, and then someone crazy will say yes. So you never mm-hmm. know. Never know.
1: Well, I had a crazy dream last night that you and I went to a beat like it it was like a concert like i don't know who it was but somehow there was an empty seat next to us and paul mccartney came and sat down Mm. right next to us oh my god and was like super casual about it and everybody else was like freaking out and then somebody next to us in like a, a row in front of us turned on their camera like turned on their phone and he got upset and he was like that light from that phone is really a, like oh my God. bothering the performer. Please be respectful <laughs> and turn it off. I can't believe you don't Yes. Like I dreamt that Paul McCartney was telling somebody to please be respectful, but also sitting next to us.
0: I'm putting this on my vision board because- Yes,
1: do it. I mean- just- I mean, maybe that was like a, a, a what is it? Pro- Prophetic dream? Yeah. Like, like pro- prophetizing mm-hmm. me, my dream? Oh,
0: yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Gosh, I love him so much. Right? And he's... Well, he's he's visiting us in our dreams. Uh, and you know what's cool is that he would be totally cool and chilled out and yeah. just whatevs. I don't know how he has managed to remain so normal over time, but he is so normal.
1: Yeah. yeah it does seem like that.
0: Maybe because he always has like one woman in his life. He's not partying mm-hmm. and doing crazy mm-hmm. stuff. He always was mm-hmm. settled. There's
1: some balance there.
0: I love him. That's all I know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, spoon. I read this story that we have to talk about. Yes. Um, First, though, I'll talk about how great my teeth are, Mm. thanks to Quip toothbrushes. Yes. I just actually I went to the dentist yesterday. I did a tweet about it. I was saying how, um, why you know how Priuses are basically silent now. Yeah. Why can't we apply that same technology to dental tools? Why is that? Be like. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I walked in the dentist, I was like, "Oh, that sound!" Yeah, and you're a highly sensitive person, so I bet that sound Ugh. is
1: awful for you.
0: I hate going to the dentist, but thankfully, I don't have any cavities. And they were asking if I use an electric tooth- toothbrush, and I absolutely do. It's called Quip, but it's not one of those bulky, ridiculous mm-hmm. ones that take up all that room in your sink. They mount to your mirror in a little thingy that then you can take off and use as a cap when you travel so it's sleek it looks good and now they have a kids version same as their original but uh with this better size for kids a smaller brush head and you can get watermelon toothpaste oh cute Um, very nice and then it has vibrations every 30 seconds so it tells you when to switch sides and it just gets your mouth a lot cleaner than those uh regular manual ones And um, they have a deal for you guys. Uh, We love Quip because it's convenient and it looks nice in your bathroom. And over 1 million happy, healthy mouths do too. Uh, Quip starts at just 25 bucks, And if you go to getquip.com slash brain candy right now, you get your first refill pack for free. Because they send you a refill every uh, three months, just like the Uh doctor one, so you can replace that head. That's a... First refill pack for free at G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash brain candy. And you can get this for your dad. Father's Day's coming up. Lord knows they need to be brushing better. Let's face it. Um, Or like a graduation. It's perfect for someone going off to college. So these are good gift ideas too. So give that a whirl.
1: And get one for your kid too. I am all about this stuff just showing up and (laughs) not having to think about it.
0: Life is busy. And yeah. those Simplify. things really help, yeah. So yeah. there was this article about something called. You're familiar with hobby horses, right? Yeah. Well, apparently there are people who use their hobby horses
1: mm-hmm.
0: and compete as if they're a, you know, oh my god, uh, in a real <laughs> horse show. Okay, oh, I love these kind of things, <laughs> and it's mostly uh, little girls, like maybe 10, 12, that type of age. And they are, you know, straddling this hobby horse. And so their upper body is to remain, you know, straight and fixed. And then their lower body acts like the horse and does all these cantering and prancing and whatever. And like, they jump over those bars, you know, (laughs) (laughs) and like, they even have a veterinarian that comes and like teaches them how to take care of their horse. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, and so I wondered what you think about
1: this type of thing. Well, a quick Google search provided some of the greatest photos <laughs> that have ever been. Yeah. Wow! Yeah, they jump high. This is serious. They jump. Apparently, high. this is a big thing in Finland. Yes. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. You get it, girls. You know, you know what? I'm fine mm-hmm. with this. Yeah. Here's why. Yeah. The fact that horse riding is like this elitist, like yep. reserved for only, yeah. you know, people who have like a bajillion dollars to buy a horse and then like the stable to put it in. Like, go ahead, little girls. Like, have your fun. They're 10 year old girls, for Christ's sake. Like, <laughs> let them play. I mean, what this is no different than, I don't know, little boys, like, what do they do? Do like go kart racing or something well, yeah, like, like that? Oh yeah, like paper I don't know. It's not a real car but Yeah, yeah, those yeah. Derbies with the little roller wooden cars. Derby, right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Slot car derbies. All those things. It's essentially the same thing. You know, they're like doing auto maintenance on their derby cars. So this is like you know a vet coming in and checking out the horses, like. <laughs> I think it's that's, cute. That part
0: really cracks me up, though, because yeah, the vet that will is be real like, funny. "Make sure Picking you up their hooves. Yeah, make sure you watch their eyes, um, and make sure there's no discharge from their nose." And it's just that part was like, "Oh my god!" Uh, it and the, feels the picture, silly.
1: It, but but I think we should cater to the child's imagination for as long as possible.
0: That's what I concluded once I finished the article. I thought, you know what? This is a beautiful thing where the girls can. Remain in that playful yes. innocence before everything goes to hell and we start hating yeah. ourselves. Exactly. And I'm all for it, but it is funny to me.
1: It's, I'm, I, I, now I love this sport and <laughs> it is so cute. And also, the picture that they have up of the stables that they make for them <laughs> with their little tags with their whole personalities of the horse are just yeah. adorable.
0: Really I in, I
1: encourage this. I encourage all kinds of play. I think we should be playing more. I think we adults should be playing more. It's One play, play, play. I watched, we never need to stop.
0: There was like a little I don't know video in within the article, and it was showing those two girls riding their hobby horses down the road, going back home after playing. And it tell me what you think. I looked at it and I thought I think those girls. Just really want to play and be whimsical and they can't do it without something sort of being there. It's almost like yeah. a crutch a little bit, yeah. but a good yeah. kind yeah, where it allows them to run and skip and hop and jump, but they can sort of be like, oh, it's the horse
1: doing it. You know what I think is a perfect, uh, uh, I don't know, analogy or metaphor or comparison in the adult world? Halloween. Yes. What we love Halloween. Up. We take on a different personality. Mm-hmm. We we feel like we get to explore a different side of ourselves. We get to like live out a fantasy of whatever character we chose. We think about it for a long time. We put effort into the costume and whatever. Whether you're going out and buying it or making it or whatevs, and you it brings out a, like a playful side, and we really enjoy that. And we use Halloween as a uh, you know, that same sort of like excuse to, you know, act this way or have this kind of fun. And yes, it's I totally
0: agree. That's a really good comparison.
1: Yeah. And we like how much you love doing that. I love doing that. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. And, and these and are to think, delusional
0: yeah. people because for me, I, it felt a little bit the same as, you know, those guys that have the dolls that they pretend are like real people. Yeah, it kind of had the same thing where I'm like, oh, okay, we have to pretend like this is a real horse. But then I was like, first of all, they're girls. They're not women. Mm -hmm. And also, I don't think they're delusional. They don't think they're real. They're just playing.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they're playing. Mm -hmm. I love it. And one, one, there's, I'm reading this quote right here of this little girl named uh, Miss Flippa. And it says, if your hobbies are ice hockey, nobody asks you when you're going to stop. I'm always happy. I always smile when I do this, and I'm always improving. Why would I want to stop? Oh, see, that's a good
0: point, and I like that comparison with sports as well because what's what's that about? Right. It's meaningless except society provides meaning to it and value, whereas this
1: is still new enough where people are like, what? Oh, and it really is something that – it, it's so great. It says the registration fees at hobby horse competitions are kept as low as possible, about 50 cents per event. Competi- competition organizers first work as volunteers and then they, you know, move up. And then it says the, uh, there's one girl's mother who said she works for the city and she can't afford more than two hour long riding lessons a month on real horses for her daughter mm-hmm. at $27 each. But together with another mother, she spent $90 to rent, a haul for the recent competition, and just spent forty dollars to make a hobby horse, and now they're getting so much play and enjoyment out of it, and it's it's brought them so much joy. And she felt like, well, I couldn't afford this other thing, and now my daughter's getting that same sort of connection, that same sort of you know f- passion. Like she gets to like play out her her you know all of her or what do you, you know f- play as a, play as a child, and now she gets to do it, and for she can afford it. What do you think it is though that makes it a female thing? Hmm. I I don't know, you know, I I think with horses in general, there's something about like it I think it caters to to female like traits, Anatomy? like oh. we get to There's something like nurturing about it. You have to care for this thing. I think there's also something that I was reading. I don't know if I was reading or I was watching something on horses on like why women love horses. And they were saying that as women, we're often the ones who are powerless or get dominated. Mm -hmm. And with a horse, it's this very strong, very powerful animal that... But the you're woman the boss. gets to control and it's, that, that power feels really good. And there aren't very many opportunities where women get to really like t- <laughs> take the reins yeah. for, you know, pun intended and, <laughs> uh, and feel like they have control over something that is very powerful and that was like the draw, and obviously this is a little different because they're not you know real horses, but that's still like nurturing. You get to like care for it and brush its mane and braid its tail, but also ride it. And you know it's a community, and there's like cute outfits. You know, I like all that stuff. True, yeah, that's true. I'm into it. Yeah, I mean, I my dad tried too. to buy my love when I was younger with horse riding lessons. I want him to did buy like my love. dressage and all the English riding, and I was in it for the shoes and the hat. Did you
0: take any pictures of that
1: time? Oh, none that are still around.
0: Oh, man. I definitely
1: did, but they would be in, like, my dad's collection, and I don't Dang. know where that is. found out later he was just sleeping with one of the stable, like, one of the people who worked there, so that's why I got lost. Could but one what of what the else?
0: Brainiacs uh, please Photoshop a picture of Sarah in riding gear, please? <laughs> yeah, please. Thank you. Please and thank you. Please and thank you. But... Oh. Regardless of all of that, Sarah told me that she received a package the other day just in the nick of time from Lola.
1: Yes. Uh Aha. What are the chances? Right. Well, I guess maybe the chances are good because they like (laughs) know when to send it. But the day my period started the box of tampons arrived and I was so happy because I had guests over and they had purchased, uh, uh, you know, like the regular tampons you buy at the store that God knows what's in them. And I'm like scared to put them inside me now because I know <laughs> things. Yeah. Uh, and I like didn't want to use those, but the box was there under the sink. And I was like, Oh gosh, I'm, I'm going to have to use those. Then the Lola package shows up and I open it up and I'm like, whew. <laughs> I get to put the good stuff in my vagina now.
0: Right. Lola is a subscription service that sends you your feminine products that you need right on time, right when you need them. But even better than that is that they're 100% natural and easy to feel good about. So there's no BS, no mystery, fibers or what the heck's going in your body. Bleach.
1: For God' Right? No, thank you.
0: Those things aren't required to be reported by the FDA. So like Companies Which can is a- insane. It really is. Patriarchy. I mean, what? Ugh. It's so dumb, but Lola makes it easier because they tell you it's in there and it's 100% organic cotton, no chemicals, fragrances, synthetics, or dyes. And it's easy because it's customizable subscription, as we said, that comes right to your door, founded by women for women. And even better than that is that you can build your box, whatever... 18 tampons or 12 pads, and you can mix whatever um, kind you want light, regular, super. And uh, you can cancel, skip, or modify your subscription anytime. They have a deal for you for 40% off all subscriptions. Visit Ooh, yeah. mylola.com and enter Brain Candy 40 when you subscribe. Again, that's 40% off all subscriptions. Visit mylola.com and enter Brain Candy 40 when you subscribe. That way, you or your partner don't have to go to the store and like, huh. Yeah. Hustle and get the products you need. Yeah. You already have them.
1: This would have really helped Sally Ride uh, on her, her journey <laughs> up to space. She would have been like, yeah, 18 is good. Not 100. <laughs> I tell everybody that story. And the reactions are so funny. I wish I just recorded the people's faces as I told them that Honestly, they, wanted, I, they sent up 100 tampons with Sally Ride. That's the funniest thing ever. Still to this
0: day, I feel like men do not understand women's bodies at all. Like, even though that was a long time ago, I can't believe today the things I hear where I'm like, wait, you don't right. understand that the pee hole is not the same as, yes. you know, like they just, the sex hole, they're all different <sighs> people. Oh my gosh. It's so I was funny. cracking up at the um, Amy Schumer special when she did that bit about when you're, g- <laughs> when you're about to bang doggy style and the guy <laughs> just sort of sits back there and like waits for you to. Turn your body into a kickstand and reach back and like guide it in. Like, you have a better view, mister. You can manage this. It's like the one time. Sometimes I think they just like
1: the struggle to watch a struggle. <laughs> I feel like it's because they don't really know where to put it. Oh, that might be the case. There's, de- yeah, that, there's that confusion. Also might be it. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> but it is funny all the same. Um, okay, did you see the article that was sent to us by Joanna? About when you hear financial advice for women mm-hmm. and how it's often like, "Don't buy that latte, you know, save the money and you'll get rich, and how mm-hmm. some the author was arguing that it's sexist and that nobody's asking men to not buy their you know five dollar whatever, and that latte has gendered undertones yeah, it does that it's frivolous and um yeah, oh God, whatever. Yep, and the people aren't really doing that. Like they're not saying, "Don't buy that beer, fellas." Yeah, that's good. And
1: ugh. and also, even in there, it, it's the real way to wealth is mm-hmm. not let's save five dollars. That's a way. That's that's not. Cor- it's a false like, narrative. Yes, and mm-hmm. it's not focusing on. Oh, it's like whatever. It's still keeping us in the mindset of of. Like, oh, save $5 here. No, that's not it. Let's look at big financial planning. Let's look at big investments, big, you know, like the real stuff. That when they give advice
0: to women, it's about deprivation and like (gasps) depriving yourself of something.
1: Yep. That's essentially the point I'm trying to make.
0: And when they give advice to men, it's proactive. You should invest (gasps) in this thing.
1: Yes, that is, ex- yep, yep, that's exactly what, that's the what I was thinking. Right, yeah.
0: women are expected to deny themselves while men are yeah. expected to take action.
1: And studies show that women who do get that information and are, inv- like, investing mm-hmm. are better investors than men. Exactly. Because they don't take as big, like, the risks aren't as big. They're better, better at planning for the future and being, uh, uh, like not conservative with it, but not taking big financial risks. And so they do better at investing. Right. That's what it was saying is that it's when It's like they're you, trying to keep us from that.
0: Yeah. When you arm women with uh, the correct information, they are better investors. But instead we tell them just don't buy that coffee. As if uh, that's going
1: to be, be the thing that gets you wealth. Right. Or also like they're not saying you need to negotiate for a better
0: exactly uh,
1: or whatever. I was watching uh at, like one of those little Instagram videos on this great site I follow. Um it's like global something I can't remember, but it's really wonderful. Like global change or something like that. And it was a woman who was saying like saying that she had to fight all this and that uh she's like trying to teach women or she is teaching women like financial planning and those kind of things and she said that it's exactly what you're saying. It's not the save like $5 on a latte here. She was teaching women skills on like negotiating their, um, uh, uh, you know, their earnings and their, their, how much money they get paid, all that stuff. And she said she on, a, at every single job she's had, she's negotiated for at the very least a 10% increase in whatever salary they first offered her.
0: Really? And
1: she's made that a point. She's like, whatever they offer, I go for at least 10% and I've negotiated where I've never gotten less than 10% um, more than their first offer.
0: It's that thing you talked about, though, where you feel like you're not deserving of.
1: Yep, I feel like that all the time. Yep, and we need to stop that.
0: Yeah, it's the wrong mindset, but it's hard habit to break because if you, for whatever reason, believe that you would be lucky to have whatever job it is, then you think you can't ask for more than their offering or what
1: you deserve and often the jobs that women just naturally, you know, like for example, therapy, like it is a female dominated business and and there the majority of the people at our clinic are women. And what we're doing is so it's like nurturing and caring and listening and things that all uh, come natural to a lot of us. We, and we're also like caring for the human spirit and we see how much it helps where, where we tend to go like, uh, you know, we look at the, the client and the position the client's in and we'll be like, okay, well, you know, it's on a sliding scale and your fees only, you know, $40 or whatever, because we don't want to like, it's like we, we devalue our work in order to yeah meet. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to describe, but I think, those jobs where it feels like it's just intrinsic or natural to do it. It's hard to ask for money for that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Cause it feels like, how can I ask for money for seeing the human and caring for the individual? Wow. Like it's not like I'm building them a house and you can look at it and you can see it and it's tangible. And it's like, yeah, here's the hours I worked and this is all very,
0: yeah, it's uh, like invisible labor.
1: It's invisible. Oh, mm-hmm. Amen. There you go. I would say teachers. It's the same. Yeah. I almost feel like nurses. Same. Yeah. It's diff- difficult to quantify these things. Caregivers. So then, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. The thing the, that's a thank you for summarizing the jo- The roles that women play are often not tangible. Like the the what did you just say that was so beautiful? Yeah.
0: Invisible labor.
1: Yes, it's invisible mm-hmm. labor. So we don't attach a, that value to it, and it doesn't make money. Yeah. This isn't something that's like. I can't do more therapy and then make more money for a you know. It's Mm -hmm. almost like I'm in one of those crazy jobs where the goal is to not have the client come back anymore.
0: (laughs) Right. I mean, in a way, a lot of fields are like like the medical field is similar. I mean, all things being equal, you want people to just be healthy and whatever, but that's not how you're going to make money. Right. Well, one bit of financial advice I will give to women and men, whoever is to try Lightstream, especially if your credit card bills are keeping you up at night. All those crazy interest rates and the double digits, no thank you. Uh, Lightstream is such a good solution if you have that problem, which so many people do. Be smart and pay off your credit card balances with a credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream. Get a fixed rate as low as 5.95% APR with auto pay. So here's a the scoop. They have this really easy online application. I checked it out. It takes not long at all, and then you can get a loan from five thousand to one hundred thousand dollars and There are no fees and They might even put it in to your bank as soon as the day you apply. Uh, which is awesome. And if you want to save even more, our listeners get an additional interest rate discount. The only way to get this discount though, is to go to lightstream.com slash brain candy. That's L I G H T S T R E A M.com slash brain candy subject to credit approval rate includes 0.50% auto pay discount terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash brain candy for more information. I read an amazing article in the New York Times about the invisible labor of women at home, which is something a lot of people talk oh, about, yeah. but it it had a stunning uh, summary, which was that it will take 75 years at the rate we're going until there is equality at home for in Whew. labor division. 75, 75 years. more years. And okay, I feel like okay. it's almost worse now that men are doing more than they used to. So they're like, what? But it's mm-hmm. still so far from being even. Um, and a lot of it in the article was describing how they just don't care. Like it doesn't matter to them if their kids are like late for school or don't turn in their homework or whatever it is. So the women know that if they don't do it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: if they don't care,
1: it just won't get done. Right. Right. I think this is one of those the the big picture versus small everyday things again, Mm -hmm. where it's like the men looking at what is their like their, you know, like for I'll take my husband for example. You know, we had to have like a negotiation of of like chores and roles and things like that in the house, especially when I'm real busy at grad school. And you know, Landon got it, but we talked about how you know, he's looking at, okay, what is like the long-term plan for the family? What am I going to, what's going to keep us, uh, uh, how am I going to care for my family in the big picture? And that's like working, you know, making sure he's working and like, you know, saving and handling our finances and all that. And so he's like spending so much time looking at the big picture and, and the future that it's very hard to change that focus to the every single day, the little stuff. True.
0: Many of them, however, enjoy doing that.
1: Oh, good point. And
0: I think they like to think we enjoy doing
1: (laughs) all the bullshit. Excellent point. Excellent, excellent, excellent point. (laughs) And I would like to say I do not enjoy it. This is what I go through I, I we go through this with clients where it's like what is, what is the roles that what are like with my couples that I work with like what are the roles that you take on and what do those roles mean to you what does yeah. that action mean to you what do you get out of it what are the thoughts and feelings that come from it so you know if you have one person who's like oh well you know I make the the meal like uh for Land- Landon for example he you know he'll like, make these great big meals and, and, you know, put so much energy into it. And while he's making the meal, I'm like setting the table and cleaning up and vacuuming, like, say, we're having a party or something. And I'm doing all these chores. And, and if you were to ask him, like, what is the, what do you get? Like, what do you, how is your emotional well-being while you're cooking it's like oh it's great i'm happy i'm this is like my form of self care i get to you know like relax and i enjoy you know making food and cooking and it brings me so much joy but if you were to ask me if i liked vacuuming and fluffing the pillows (laughs) and setting up the tables no that causes me stress so that's in we are both setting up for a party but his role in it brings him joy joy yeah and mine contributes to my Crippling anxiety. So, (laughs) you know, it's like you have to look at those things and then go, okay, well, where's an opportunity for Sarah to get the same sort of self-care in her day, yeah, whatever that means.
0: Right. You got to fight for it, man.
1: Yep. And negotiate every single role, every single, there's this really great list that um, the the Gottman Institute, it's this wonderful uh, couple who started a, um, they're pretty much like the leading psychologists in couples work and so good in fact that they can watch a couple and predict with a 98 percent accuracy whether the couple would be divorced in the next five years or whatever Mm -hmm. based on just a few things that they see so they're really good at understanding what it is that creates conflict in a relationship and what you know, helps bring them closer together. And so they have this list called who does what, and (laughs) it's probably 150 things long. And it's stuff that you would never even think about. Like if I were to just ask a couple like, okay, what do you do? And what do you do? They wouldn't even be able to come up with these little things that we all do. It's things like, buy cards send mm-hmm. cards mm-hmm. buy birthday presents for kids you know uh, organize drawers make organize dental the pantry appointments. May- yes all of those are on there and so i created this intervention where i i took those lists i printed them and i i pr- cut out each little you know chore and i put it on a uh, popsicle stick and i have one, i give one <laughs> set to one partner and one set to the other partner and then on this plate They, and I call it what's on your plate. And they, I, they pick out every single chore, every single task that they do and they put it on their plate. And then the other partner picks out everyone they do and they put it on their plate and then they can compare like whose plate has more. What are the like different categories that these fall into? Are there any ones that both think that they're doing that maybe we could like just take off one person's plate and give sole responsibility to this other person. And it helps men see... Just how much women do Mm -hmm. that they don't even think about,
0: and sometimes, like I said, they make this argument that, well, uh, for example, I don't care if the laundry gets done every day, or you know, stuff (laughs) like that. The idea until the laundry (laughs)
1: doesn't get done every day,
0: right? Yeah, you don't care because it's getting accomplished,
1: right? So that's why I I, every now and then will be like protest and just go on strike.
0: Yeah, because. It's very easy for it to get unequal again. Like even if you recalibrate and you're like, okay, we're going to do this fair. But then people slip into their old habits, both people.
1: Yep. Yeah. I do think though it's really important to be like communicate your needs congruently, you know, especially with men. Like they need very, and I'm not trying to be gendered. This is just how it is. Like if you just ask and state your needs and wants very clearly, most of the time they'll do it.
0: Mm -hmm. We just
1: don't ask and we do this weird mind reading thing where we like (laughs) think that like maybe if I complain about it, then they'll get the hint and they'll do it. They won't. They absolutely (laughs) won't. But if you say, hey, I'm not able to do the laundry right now because I need to take care of X, Y, and Z and I'm feeling really overwhelmed. Can you please fold the laundry? Or I need you to fold the laundry. Don't even say, can you please? I need you to fold the laundry. They'll be like, yeah, sure. I'll do it. Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. It works. Like you just have to communicate congruently. What are you feeling? What is going on on your plate? And just like we were talking the other episode about how to ask for what you want in a very direct way mm-hmm. and speak in that, in that like style of language that they will respond to. And it really worked like ask for what you need directly. And don't try to do that like, oh, I know, maybe if I like angrily fold the laundry, (laughs) they'll notice that I'm upset and then they'll say, oh, honey, can I help you? They won't. We as women will absolutely pick up on those little things because it's what we do. And we have to do that so that we can be attuned to the needs of our children. Mm -hmm. And like that is just what has been, you know, after centuries and whatever programmed into us, but it's not the same for, they won't. I I wish that we could say that, you know, it's not like that, but it is. And that's, Mm -hmm. so, so just ask. Just ask. It certainly doesn't hurt to ask. Right. And then based on whatever answer, then that, that is something else you can negotiate like and talk about, like, if you don't get the response that you'd like, but I've, I honestly, I have not gotten, I've never asked directly and then been like gotten any pushback Mm mm-hmm
0: right yeah
1: yeah it can't hurt and you're really good at that with adam you ask very directly what you need and he's like jumps to it and (laughs) it's great poor but i noticed that you don't like you don't you don't skirt around you don't like (laughs) you know it's just like adam i need you to do this he's like okay i'll do it and we should all be like that it
0: works i should start saying more things right
1: me too i should make that list longer
0: i like, um, you just
1: have to ask, and they want to do it. Well, another thing they might want to do is make a baby, right? Yep, mine does. Oh, my <laughs> God. Landon is so baby crazy right now. He has baby fever? Like, r- crazy baby fever. Every time he sees a baby, he's like, I saw that baby, and I was just thinking how much I want a baby. <gasps> does he just love kids? Yep, and he's just so ready, and he's like counting down. He's like, so when are we gonna like start trying? He's like trying to be really respectful of like <laughs> my schedule and like my you know stress about graduating, and he's like, so like you know like the day after, you ready?
0: Oh,
1: yeah, that's it's nice. real sweet. Yeah.
0: Well. Sarah is now going to be using an Ava bracelet, which you can wear at, which you wear at night and it's comfortable and it's super cute, but you just wear it when you're sleeping and it tracks all the weird cycles in your body and what's going on in there. And it'll tell you when you're fertile, five most fertile days in your cycle. And be like, hey, you should bang because you're gonna, if you want to get pregnant, because you might get pregnant today. Yeah, man. And it's handy if you are trying to get pregnant, but also if you just want to know what's going on with your cycle, which can be very unpredictable and can be helpful to know what day things are happening and what to expect. Um, I think it's really clever invention and really helpful with something that can be very mysterious to a lot of people. Yep. and frustrating um, and Ava has a really nice system set up so that you can better understand your body and visit Ava.com sorry AvaWomen.com and you can learn more and for listeners of our program you get $20 off your order by going to AvaWomen.com slash brain candy and use our code brain candy that's AvaWomen.com slash brain candy for wherever you are in your life and uh, yes. hopefully Sarah gets a, makes her husband happy and
1: gets a baby in there.
0: Yeah, gets a bun in the oven. Yeah, you'll be so
1: cute. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. I just really hope I. I'm. I'm. Part of me's kind of nervous. I'm about sure being pregnant again. I'm I don't sure. Be sick. That's oh the part that God. scares me. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm just so scared that like, because I got so sick. I'm like, I and I. I really do think that. You know, I hate, I don't want to like blame myself and I definitely am not doing that. But I mean, I just didn't even have the new, nu- I wonder if I even had the nutrients in me. To, really? Like I, I was throwing up so much and I couldn't eat. Oh, couldn't right. Yeah. Water, mm-hmm. you know, and I could, oh, everything. So I'm going to just try really hard and, you know, Yeah.
0: Keep Try your body healthy. healthy. Yeah, it's it is a shame though that they can't do more for people that struggle with that because that is a nightmare,
1: yeah. and
0: every day people just get through it. But my God, it's terrible. I, I yeah. hope you have a totally different experience. that: yeah,
1: I definitely can because yeah. it is you know yeah my two out of three. My mom was really sick, but I think with one of us she wasn't. So. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll maybe it was like a boy girl thing after all. Yeah, maybe. No, it was one boy, one girl. Yeah. She was sick with me, but not with one of my brothers.
0: Did you read the story about the woman that ran the marathon wearing her nursing scrubs?
1: (gasps) Yep. Mad Mm. about
0: that. (laughs) God.
1: Right? What
0: the actual F? So this woman was training for a marathon and she had read that, The person who had the world record for the fastest time in a marathon whilst wearing a nurse's uniform was very close to the time she was getting. And she thought, well, what the heck? I'll try to break the world record. Because she's a nurse. Because she's a nurse. And so she wore her scrubs and they wouldn't count her actual uniform.
1: She wore the uniform given to her as a nurse. Yeah. And they Mm -hmm. said
0: it doesn't count because it's not a
1: dress. What the heck? They I were like mean. this is such an antiquated like w- rule in the Guinness book of like what they what the qualification for like nurse's uniform is that they needed to have like a little hat and a skirt like this is freaking 1920 right here. And <laughs> she's like I- excuse me. What? Mhm. They t- they disqualified her from winning because she's not wearing, essentially, the sexy nurse costume from Halloween. Right, exactly. That probably would have counted.
0: I will say, though, that I thought it was funny that there's a guy, there's a man that has the world record for a man in a nurse's uniform marathon. And is it? Yeah. (laughs) He wore a
1: dress. (laughs) Okay, that's funny.
0: So I give him credit for that, but, I mean, come on. Right. Like, I can't believe i mean that they actually said this.
1: I can't. It has it's to be a dress every we have a story like this.
0: Right. And who are these When is these it going to not
1: surprise us? I mean, I'm always going to be shocked by these things. Well, because you just think, who is the
0: individual human being who's like, nope, you have to wear a dress.
1: <sighs> and they do not have any like foresight to understand what, what the, the fight, like the, the pushback they're going to get. Like, you couldn't
0: see where this was going. I also think it's ridiculous that there are so many world records. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, that's a dumb record anyway. Is there a record that you think you'd be able to break? I that, bet you like, there's one we could you... all do, given how specific yeah. they are. Yeah, they're so weird. <laughs> it's like the person to, like, ride a unicycle the longest while juggling. While, while wearing also, red. Like Yeah. yeah.
0: It's too yeah. specific. I like uh-huh. the general ones like world's oldest person or whatever. Longest
1: fingernails. I always like that one.
0: Those books are fun to look at.
1: Yeah, they really are. Back in the I'm trying you know, to think of like what I think you'd be. Yeah, what, what you would yours be? be? Do. Well, I'll tell you what ours definitely isn't after <laughs> what I learned the other day when we were like playing, because that's what we do, play as grown ups. Yes. yes. We would not be able to crush the world record for most dominoes, largest domino (laughs) setup. We are pathetic. Pathetic people. Susie and I were just playing with Lincoln's dominoes, like, you know, creating a little, like, you know, like the dominoes. You knock them down and it's real fun. Yeah. We couldn't get more than like 10 (laughs) up without, I was like, what, what, what's wrong with our hands? I know. I need to cut back on the caffeine. Technically we were drinking, but we had just started. Just started. I mean, two sips of wine. What's that going to do? Yeah. if anything, I thought maybe that would steady my hand. Nope. <laughs> Terrible. We were so bad. And I was like, well, let's just play regular dominoes because we're clearly awful at this. It was almost startling how bad we were. Yeah. And like no, so frustrating. <laughs> we were trying so hard.
0: Right. Because we we'd still can't do us would knock anything for fun
1: right it became a competition with ourselves and no one real quick
0: we we're like what do you think they do whenever they want to break the record do you think they have stop yes. points
1: yes these <laughs> are all real conversations that went on people
0: and we never think it's weird at the time but when we talk about it later we do
1: i love us oh, i love us that's too funny. hey did you i have s- an interesting oh, oh oh no 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 what? no, what? no, oh, no. Oh, oh it's the battle <laughs> who's gonna share their story tell me go oh do you want to hear about the most hilarious bachelor party ever, or oh God. a n- new antidote for the most poisonous thing on the planet? Oh my God. I I'm into both of decisions. these. I'll, well, I'll, we'll, start I'll start with bachelor. What? What do you want? bachelor. Okay, the Bachelor Party. So, um, there was a bachelor party that was going on for this guy named Angelo. And he sent uh, the message to, like, sent out the invitations to his buddies or whoever organized this. And they misspelled the last name of one of the guests. And the person who received it was this guy named Will Novak who lived in Arizona. And the bachelor party was taking place in Vancouver. So it was this guy who lived in Vancouver and all of his buddies. And Will Novak from Arizona gets this message that says, "Angelo's bachelor party, are you in? And you, a normal person would just be like, "Oh, like that's that name? I I must have received this in error. Delete." Well, not Will Novak. Will Novak was his response. No joke was fuck yeah, I'm in. (laughs) So this guy, the people, uh, you know, Angelo's bachelor party people were like, "Uh, okay, like, are you really like?" And the guy was like, "I'm in. I'm there. What do I got to do?" And they were kind of going through this like almost like game of chicken. Of like, are you really coming? And so Will went ahead and set up a GoFundMe oh and my put God. it online of like, send me to Angelo's bachelor party. <laughs> it was fully funded in under an hour, Th- over $3,000. Like it went viral. Like he put the message out there. I don't know who this guy knows, but it, w- yeah. it got out into internet world and it just spread like wildfire. It was funded real fast. And it just it gets better after that. So then the 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 bachelor party was like, mm, let's make sure this guy isn't a murderer. So they asked for a picture. They're like, hey, can you send us a picture of you? So what picture does Will <laughs> Novak send? A picture of him doing karate when he was 10 years old (laughs) which is like the cutest thing so then the bachelor party takes that image makes shirts for the bachelor party that say angelo's bachelor party with will novak's 10 year old karate (laughs) picture on it which is already hilarious so then like this this story like gets out and i like now that it's gone viral and now people in vancouver are aware that this is happening they're like people are involved. So they show up at the air, so they show up at the airport like Will Novak who has his trip fully funded shows up at the airport and at the airport a b- local brewery in Vancouver Knew, like, heard about this story and showed up at the airport with kegs of beer and tons of free beer for their bachelor party. (laughs) Then a local car dealership donates a Maserati for them to ride around in during the trip. Like, it was so great. It just kept getting better and better and better. And this bachelor party turned into like the most awesome bachelor party ever and they were like and then there's this quote in the article i read that was like it was the best party nobody got arrested nobody like nothing bad happened but the sad part is will Novak, like the real will novak ended up like twisting an ankle or something jumping off <laughs> of the table or like something like that that was like the only bad thing that happened but it was just so great how this one guy's answer like responding to the wrong email turned into the best bachelor party ever wow. with all these fun treats like everything great just kept happening they had such a good time and maybe we should all be more like will yeah for sure and just be like let's see let's make some human connection where when, wherever possible
0: i am all for that and i do try to be like that
1: however yeah. are yeah. they all friends now I think so. They have to be, right? They have to be. And the pictures are hilarious. Like they went skiing. They all went skiing together. But in those like funny (laughs) 80s, like vintage ski outfits, they're all like these hot pink neon. Soulmates. It's so cool. It's so great that they met. And it's so like the bachelor party just kept getting like local businesses wanted to hook them up. And so, you know, Will Novak uninvited, (laughs) but comes with free beer and maseratis and they certainly you know. need to invite will to their wedding too good point mm-hmm. yes i bet they I did that, the shirts, the shirt's my the favorite shirts. part like you should see it's like this little blonde boy with his white belt or something in a karate pose it's is will there. novak single he should come on the show oh right it's so it's such a great story man i love will novak Yeah, that was another one from the Good News Network.
0: You know what? Another thing that's good news is getting your gut right and getting all your tummy like perfect and happy.
1: You might need that after a bachelor party too. Yeah,
0: after you have some of those kegs, you might need some modbiotics, which are the things that kill off those gut bugs that make you sick and give you bad skin and make you feel like garbage. All diseases begin in the gut. Hippocrates told us that, so he knew something. And um, if you want a product that helps you kill off those bad gut bugs that wreak havoc on your body, then you should try Gut Right because that's what it does. I don't know. It's like voodoo. I don't really understand it. I just know that this is what it does. <laughs> and you can get your gut right today. Visit atpscience.com slash gut right and get 20% off your first order and free shipping. When you use coupon code brain candy at checkout offer limited to the first 100 customers to use the promo code that's atpscience.com slash get gut right. And then use the promo code brain candy to get 20% off your first order and free shipping.
1: Hmm. <sighs> All right. Oh, um, and a little, a little update uh, the since the crowdfunding campaign from uh, Will Novak raised more money than they even needed. He donated all the excess funds to his new friend Angelo and his bride. Oh man, that's nice! Right, the I best. Love it. And to correct uh, the twisted ankle that I said he had, no, excuse me, it was a dislocated shoulder, but Whoa. from quote shredding the gnar. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> you know, he was like sk- skiing and he was like shredding the gnar, like going like nuts. Like, why like, do they call go-go? it I gnar? Know, going, like gnarly. Like, I don't know oh, it's Lord. probably short for like shredding the gnarly tube or something like that. So that's <laughs> the quote. It says, quote, shredding the gnar, and it was a dislocated shoulder. So I just want to good make sure night. I get my facts right. This guy's crazy. Yeah, real fun. I just love that story. Did you
0: hear about how, oh, wait, I want to hear that other story
1: you had. Oh, okay. I will tell you because it's so good. Thank so you. have you heard of the box jellyfish? Never. Oh, my God! This thing! Let me just tell you a little bit about it. This sounds like the ultimate nightmare of an animal. So this thing is ten feet long with sixty tentacles and like these huge long tentacles that are each like over ten feet long themselves, and the venom in them can kill sixty grown men in like seconds they this each tentacle is covered with millions of. These are like this is like the scariest phrase ever. Millions of microscopic hooks filled with venom. Yeah, that's hideous. Hideous. And this is the this part like gave me extra chills. That these box box jellyfish actively swim. They don't just float. And they can swim 4.6 miles per hour, which seems kind of fast if you're like trying to swim away from it. Totally terrible, right? Mm -hmm. And if you happen to get caught by one of these tentacles, what happens is your body Immediately starts shutting down. You have necrosis of the skin. This is like what it says under the uh, uh, like you know effects of this venom: necrosis of skin, cardiac arrest, and severe pain. I was like, "Duh! You don't need to tell me this." There's severe pain after necrosis of the skin and cardiac arrest. That's <laughs> kind of like a given. Yes. So, where do these guys live? In, uh, I'll give you one guess. Where every <laughs> single animal that will absolutely kill you lives where australia oh, oh oh oh! Oh my god it's like the most deadly animals are all in australia the oh scared the most poisonous snakes like okay. it, it's 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 so in <laughs> in thinking about this and like these animals that are really deadly this is a place australia is a place where scientists really do a lot of research on animals that do have these um like this venom and it are so poisonous because they give us hints or they, they help us learn about what causes pain and what, and this like people are studying researchers and scientists are studying these animals to find a, a a better painkiller to find out how pain is delivered, Mm -hmm. what uh, parts of the body, like what, what responds to pain in an attempt to create non-addictive painkillers like things that just work on your pain receptors and not any of the other receptors, like the things that would cause addiction. Mm-hmm. So in doing this, researchers were able to discuss, they, they found a, I don't even know what it is. They They created a chemical that can block the venom that I guess it attaches to like cholesterol in the body. Okay. And so they invented a, cure, like an antidote for this that has to be administered within 15 minutes, but it's been shown to completely stop the necrosis of the skin. So it do, it prevents the this venom from attaching to the cholesterol in the cells. Mm. And by preventing that, it stops the necrosis. They still aren't sure if it'll stop the cardiac arrest part, but at least they are already starting to be able to find this this cure for this. And and by isolating whatever this is, they're able to, like, I don't know, put it in other medications to work as a painkiller. Wow. Yeah. It's really interesting that they're going so deep into researching animals that are venomous. And by finding a cure for just that venom, it's kind of like the venom from snakes we're able to use for, I want to say, like, other... um. Like shots and things yeah, like that, right? Right, right? right. it's the right. same kind of thing. So now, thank goodness, we have this. But then I'm thinking, man, 15 minutes you have to administer the, the antidote. Like, whew, that's not a lot of time, right? Unless you so keep now, it on like, the boat
0: yeah. or wherever.
1: Yes. So now I'm thinking, okay. Well, now I hope this is they don't make this crazy expensive. And they were able to <laughs> figure out this information by using that genome editing. Technology mm-hmm. that CRISPR machine, which yeah. also really a bad name. <laughs> I like it, it makes me think that we're like scrambling genes, and it just doesn't sound good. Like uh, putting it into the CRISPR, you don't think something good's <laughs> going to come out of that. It's really funny, Sarah. Right? I don't know. For some reason, I like I, I was like CRISPR question mark name change <laughs> well, branding <laughs> problem. <laughs> well, you know how they refer to that drawer in your fridge as
0: the CRISPR. They're Mm -hmm. basically like the one that keeps your produce.
1: I like it for that because it sounds fresh, right? But crisp. crisp. For some reason, to me, it reminds me of like fried chicken and like what. (laughs) Like I just feel like it's something like a crisper. Like sounds like something you do to my onion rings, not like my (laughs) jeans. Oh my god! But by doing this, they were able to find out what genes, like what it was that they could like mutate to stop the poison from being effective
0: well i mean the world is a scary place yeah and i can't deal with knowing that those things are on the planet but at least people are trying to help us not die from them right i mean could you imagine
1: six like 10 foot long what is it 60 tentacles each 10 feet long going in every single direction and swimming at almost five miles an hour 10 feet long yes Sixty of them, and they're each ten feet long. Oh God, I just got With dry millions heaps. of microscopic hooks full of venom. You're like, did I mention the million? Did I say that <laughs> millions of microscopic hooks? Oh Lord, have mercy! And it swims, right? That's,
0: <sighs> that's faster death. than me. No, that's terrible. Death, like it's an alien,
1: but it lives on Earth. Right? I saw. I see those. Th- like, oh gosh. I was thinking about that the other day. I was watching one of those, like, the Our Planet things of, like, the deep oceans and looking at the fish that we're Mm -mm. seeing, like, super deep down there. They have, like, like, teeth and lips and stuff. Alien life, totally covered in mucus, (laughs) totally, like, huge teeth that glow in the dark. All that would make sense.
0: I just read an article, actually, about how, essentially, UFOs are real. Yeah, they are. I totally believe
1: that. You've been saying this for years. I know.
0: They were, Tell me what the article says. It was saying how basically the military had to convince whoever handles that stuff to start keeping track of these sightings because legitimate people, pilots and engineers and NASA yep. pilots and stuff, were saying they were seeing these things and nobody was tracking it because it sounds silly. But yep. they're seeing these tic-tac shaped Spacecrafts.
1: Uh, I'm freaking out right now. Okay, go. <laughs> Keep talking.
0: That they have no, so a normal flying object would have air that they take in and expel. So exhaust yes. or wind, there was nothing, no right. wind or exhaust whatsoever. Oh my God. And they That's are thing. all seeing the same stuff oh and God. they have absolutely no explanation for it and they seem like they are very advanced technology it's not just like a weird light that they see it's actual right. structure
1: yeah Yep. oh remember that, that thing that was out in outer space that yeah they said that stopped and then turned yeah. and wouldn't it, it we know that it's not a uh, what do they call a celestial body because yeah. it freaking made a right turn and it's not moving <laughs> it put with its turn gravity People, on. right i mean come on <laughs> Yeah. Or left, whichever. It, but it moved in the other direction, and th- they're like, "Okay, I mean, this came and went. It's like nobody, people are ignoring this. They are, we are seeing these things, and ugh, you know, the pooper intendant stories make the news. <laughs> well, because we can understand all yeah, of the components. Yeah, we can components. like wrap our heads around it. Yeah, yep, we totally. poop, they
0: poop, we have run, they run. Yeah. yeah, but this is just like <laughs> we can't understand
1: right. it. Right." And what is it, I, I heard, oh man, it was some, some quote from a, a philosopher or something that says, uh, you have to believe it to see it. Not you have to see it to believe it.
0: Ooh. It's really the
1: reverse of that. You have to believe it to see it. Oh my God. And so if we start expanding the, the, our, our minds of what is possible, then the impossible becomes possible. A reality because our minds are just expanded to accept that
0: wow that's interesting yeah i like that i'm gonna be thinking about that a
1: story i mean i assume it's like this is i don't know if it's a story of legend but there's uh it's out there in the world i've heard this that when um i guess you know christopher columbus's ships or whoever the ships that came over like when native americans when they were when the ships first came, they had never seen a ship before. Yes, you so told me about didn't, this. S- they literally didn't see it, and it wasn't until somebody like a, the, in the story, it says like a medicine man noticed the ripples in the yeah, water, yeah. and said something has to be out there. So he started looking for the something that could be out there, and then the ships appeared to them. And then he told other people, and then they saw all uh, uh, other people saw the ships
0: because they had no frame of reference. They had Their no eyes frame of reference. Wouldn't see what it's was there in front of them correct
1: That's and then I wonder about this with you know like sometimes my dog just stares off <laughs> and I'm like I think he sees something that I don't see and then like kids will do it where they'll just uh-huh. like a kid will just like and I wonder I'm like what are they are they seeing something that I just in it, it is not in my frame of reference and I can't see it
0: My niece Dahlia, our assistant, who is listening to this, she uh, when she was little, they lived in a house, and in her nursery, she would point to a spot on (laughs) point to a spot on the wall and cry and be super upset (gasps) all the time, and there was nothing there that we could see. And um, I don't know, like the house that was connected to to theirs, uh, like a row house, Mm -hmm. was um, a home for uh disturbed women i don't know what you'd call it like wh- troubled women oh and God. we were always like wonder what she sees like
1: oh she's seeing something you think <gasps> oh yes i mean i think back to you know the connection between animals
0: and yeah, people
1: yeah right and why 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 wouldn't there it's crazy to think that there wouldn't be a people people connection true like you know to some, just energy that there's yeah. just stuff we don't know about. Mm-hmm. I just know it, but it's I like it. It makes me happy. I love it because <laughs> I think about just human potential and how our mind is so powerful.
0: Well, because life we on this earth it. is so painful that all we can do is kind of hope that there's more to the story that's not as bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, or
1: or connect to the. We have to see the good things that are here right now. And, and, you know, whatever you give attention to is what your reality is going to be. So you can focus on the good and it'll be good. It's kind of like people who are lucky. They say they're only lucky because they think they're lucky. Yeah. And they start to recognize all the times where they're lucky versus unlucky. Do you really think so? I know. So <laughs> you're like, I'm a master. Yeah. Jeez. Cause I always say I'm, I'm su- like, I always say, yeah, I'm like super lucky. And mm-hmm. lucky things happen to me, but that's because I ignore the times where, you know, I can't find the parking space and the times <laughs> where I like get the front row. I'm like, see, it's cause I'm lucky. Huh? I
0: don't know how you see that when the glass is clearly half empty, Sarah. Oh
1: my God. It's <laughs> overflowing. So it kills
0: you. <laughs> it's overflowing. Um, all right. Well, leave us a five-star review, everybody. We got to go. We got things to do yeah, around here.
1: Yeah, man. We got like dominoes to play. Dominoes to play, wine to drink. We're on yep, it. Yep. Let's do it. Doing Woo! the Lord's work. We'll see you next Until time. Next time. Bye.
0: Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Weave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It.